So I was just thinking about it and Navneet and I and Adit were, you know, thinking and chatting about this. And I was like, you know what, the, if there is one term that has been so loosely used in cricket, it is this, this so-called, this is just like the spirit of Mumbai. Uh, I think the spirit of cricket is something like the spirit of Mumbai. Like every time Mumbai has a bomb blast or Mumbai has those pathetic roads and those, uh, you know, moon ke level ke khada, crater ke jaise khade. And then, you know, Mumbai has all those rainy season ka problems. And when then we could talk about the spirit of Mumbai, I think the spirit of cricket is also something as pathetic as the as the spirit of Mumbai. So I was like, you know what, let's talk about it. So, so. Uh, I'll do this. Uh, Adit, I'll first come to you. First, let's uh-huh. start with this. When it comes to something like spirit of cricket, and this applies to you too, Namneet. So once Adit is done, you jump in. So mm-hmm. first, tell me, what do you understand when you say spirit of cricket? Spirit of cricket is a very used and often used and often abused term, right? Spirit of cricket, I feel, is sometimes used when it's convenient to uh, when it's convenient to many Western countries, and then completely forgotten when it's convenient to them. Um, th- at least back in the day, it used to be. For me, if you ask me what's the spirit of cricket is, playing the game as it should be played, uh, not you know, not doing anything untoward. If there is something that is decided that this is the standard of the game that we'll follow, you adhere to the standard. And uh, you know, you don't cross certain lines if you know what is decided. The problem with the whole spirit of cricket debate is no one knows what that standard is. You cannot just stand, you cannot just have like, uh, and in my opinion, uh, like Harsha Bogle actually said this beautifully, that if someone makes a personal comment about someone's family, that is a uh, that is a violation of spirit of cricket. So that, you know, you guys remember in 2003, Glenn McGrath and Ram Naresh Sarwan had this um, huge fight in Antigua, right? And uh, they, they were talking about, you know, wives and then Brian and, and unspeakable things you were saying. In my opinion, that violates the spirit of cricket. So then Australians cannot say, oh, that was sledging or mental disintegration because they were chasing a big target or something rubbish like that. So to, you know, to sum a long debate short, that is what spirit of cricket is, that the game should be played with within the rules of the game, within the laws of the game and within a common boundaries that have been decided by others. And it should not be to a point where players feel offended by what XYZ or ABC have been saying. Right. Do, now, coming to the current question that you're, what was your first question, part of your question with what Ashwin happened. I honestly think Ashwin is not even at fault here because he could not have seen what happened. Right. It was actually the ball hit Rishabh Pant's glove and he tried to take a run. Right. Now, after they'd taken the run, maybe Rishabh Pant would have had to, would have gone and be like, okay, you know what? I withdraw the run back. It's okay. Joby here. But you cannot you cannot accuse Ashwin of being he's just an easy target because he because of the controversy with Joss Butler over the run out at the non-strikers end. And yes, guys, that is one big thing. That actually, in my opinion, violates the spirit of cricket when you associate that dismissal with an Indian player. He's a great Indian player 
who has warned uh, not ashwin i'm talking about what it used to be called 50 years for 50 years right vinu mankad is a fantastic indian player he's been a legend yeah. and he's given bill brown uh, um, uh, he had given bill brown a warning in a game before that boss if you do this i'm going to run you out and that's what happened so gavaskar actually uh, uh, said this wonderful thing that don't call that dismissal mankading call that batsman was billy browning yeah so i agree with him this is the reason why there is a controversy over ashwin ashwin to mujhe lagta hai isme hai hi nahi it whatever it was was between rishabh pant and noel morgan no no but uh, not only that i remember when this famous incident i was it peter kirsten and kapil dev and again kapil dev had warned him like a couple of times don't do this don't do this right mm-hmm. no but i I, but, i also i don't understand i understand that it's a moral thing to warn or something but if the bowler doesn't want to warn that's okay like does the umpire want the bowler when he oversteps the line for no ball ke bhai tune ek wicket le li ab teri first warning hai next time to karega to main no ball dunga no then why should why should the line belong to the batsman and not the umpire okay that's that that's a very valid point and that's actually a philosophical query that you have raised so um uh, here's the thing now what is moral is often not illegal or what is immoral is often not illegal and in this case this is a classic case where within the rules of the game uh what might sound slightly unfair or immoral is not illegal so so what you're saying is uh, ashwin what he did when he ran the non striker out i think it was in the ipl 2 if i remember correctly i don't yeah. watch the ipl so so please correct me <laughs> yeah, if i'm wrong couple of years yeah ago. so so what uh, it is perfectly within the rules of the game and the laws of the game mm-hmm. so again it it becomes a definitional problem in the case of this scenario that if somebody says that it is against the spirit of the game i mean who who the hell defines the spirit of the game again so is the spirit of cricket that you know if you run out a non striker without warning them then you're against the spirit of the game then my question to you is uh is walking when you're clear not walking when you're clearly out and you're clearly nicked it mm-hmm. is that not a violation of the spirit of the game many batsmen do that yeah no in fact what has happened is we so many batsmen don't walk after they have nicked that the ones they have walked we have elevated them to a higher moral spirit so uh, so you have um, uh, you know all the spirit of the game debate happened in that sydney test quite a bit right that when um, uh, things were said on the field that they shouldn't have been said and then people were found guilty and not and then you had the whole andrew simon situation very actually nicked the cover of the ball the entire stadium could hear it except for mr buckner who was on a plane of his own and um, he said not out and simons did not walk and then gilchrist walks and these guys elevate him like i i think gilchrist is doing what batsman should be doing right but i want to bring it to another point like my own opinion on the whole running out the non striker has changed over the years i i because we are so used to reading the western press and reading and they they had almost made this into um, an indian versus non indian issue uh, sort of thing because it was three indian cricketers who had run out the people right it, now it's happened in the west too but it was three basically it was three indian cricketers and if you remember uh, in 2011 when ian bell i don't know if you guys remember ian bell was run out like this he was just lazing across because he thought the bound the ball had crossed the boundary and uh, dhoni ran him out and uh, yeah and dhoni called him out na called him back yeah so dhoni and all our seniors called him back now um, um 
uh, Nasir Hussain, who was because over here we get the Sky Sports, the English feed in US. So I was watching um, the English feed, and Nasir Hussain said that um, I would not call I, props to India, but I would not have done that. He was lazing around, and this is not violating the spirit of the game. This is actually doing what I mean. You know, you're you're playing the game to the T. So India ka jo India ka jo wo tha na India also tried to overcompensate that we have to adhere to the spirit of the game and the others don't. And England, by the way, did not extend the same courtesy to another team in a similar sort of situation. All right. So so Navneet, let let me come to you now. Uh, and uh, Navneet, you'll have to unmute yourself. So. Um, what do you think what is the spirit of the game business see i honestly i don't understand it is the most un, uh, unclarified concept ever like we were just talking about it ye jo 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 non striker ko run out karna and then i raised the question to adit that you know many times the batsman knows they have clearly nicked the ball but they also don't walk and that also is not hmm. considered a violation of hmm. the spirit of the game so what the hell is the spirit of the game then namneet hmm. uh, you know uh, to me the spirit of the game is what is within the realm within the within the you know uh, within the rules of the game so whatever uh, you know uh, uh, as adit very rightly said that it's a very vague concept what is the spirit of the game it is not clearly defined it is vague and 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 you know i mean uh, uh, this this spirit of the game thing is often conveniently and sometimes hypocritically used to undermine others i mean i mean uh, it is up to it is uh, it is incumbent on the icc to clearly define the tenets of spirit of the game otherwise people will use it conveniently hypocritically sometimes in wrong context to justify to justify something they have done or to undermine something else has done so it's a very very vague concept what is the you know as you rightly said it's a very very vague hazy concept what is spirit of the game if you ask me i think what whatever is within the rules of the game is within the spirits of the game let's make it very very clear and 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 adithoy rightly said harsha bhogle rightly said that you know uh, these personal comments about family and all these are not spirit of the game but when but when people raise questions when people use this term spirit of the game in in, in situations like the like the recent situation now it is not clearly defined how i mean i want uh, on the cricket field i want players to act according to the rules and tenets of the game and if you start throwing these vague concept that you know players players ought to ought to act uh, according to the spirit of the game now the spirit of the game is actually a very vague concept and spirit of the game means different things to different people at different circumstances in the world i mean uh, these two circumstances are not uh, are not totally uh, are not totally similar but in the world cup final when the when the ball ricochets off the bat of and goes for the boundary then uh, then then it is not the violation of spirit of the game for ian morgan but in this particular situation he said that i mean according to him it was a violation of the spirit of the game so this spirit of the game is a very uh, funny thing you know you have to clearly codify and lucidly lucidly put everything uh, uh, on paper so that there is no ambiguity about what is spirit of the game otherwise it will be used conveniently hypocritically to justify your own action and to undermine under action and the spirit of the game as i said even for a even for a even for a one cricketer the spirit of the game can mean different things in different circumstances you know as i gave the example of ian morgan so i think the spirit of the game should should either be very clearly and usefully defined or it should not be used at all you know let's just make it clear 
that whatever falls within the realm of rules is within the speed of the game. <coughs> and, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> I just wanted to make a quick point here that what he said about the World Cup final, right? Ben Stokes had no way of knowing that the ball hit his bat and went where. I mean, it was impossible. He was diving full strength. But the non-striker did, right? So by that logic, or the captain did, so by that logic, Ashwin had no idea where the ball was, right? Like, and and if it goes to the boundary, the umpire is obligated to for us to signal a four, right? So, um, is the umpire obligated to signal four but not runs? Like, if you can run three, that's not counted, but if it hits the boundary, if it's counted. So, for, this, first of all, since there is no specific rule defined for this, maybe the ICC ought to do that even if inadvertently it hits the bat or hits the glove or any part of the batsman, it the ball is dead. You cannot get any ricochets, you cannot get any overthrows, right? Or you can get overthrows and everything is considered to be, uh, you know, everything is considered to be legitimate. So the ICC has got to define that. And uh, till that, this is all the spirit of the game debate is just one-sided rubbish. Nothing else. I don't yeah, want. So, I so let it, I, Kushal, I really don't want ahead, the spirit of the. I really don't want this spirit of the game homilies anymore. Really, I mean, you know, there should only be the you know cricketers should only act uh, according to the rules which are uh, you know which are set by the ICC. If the players are acting according to the rules and and and, and they are acting in the realm of rules. That is, you know, they are acting in the spirit of the game. And, you know, uh, uh, Adit mentioned about that, mm. uh, that, uh, that uh, Trent Bridge. It was a Trent Bridge test. It was a second test match, 2011 England tour. And, mm. and, 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 you know, I mean, he mentioned that Ian Bell, uh, Ian Bell incident. I, I agree. I think India overcompensated by, by recording yes. Ian Bell. What, what MS Dhoni did was not in the violation. I mean, he, I, he didn't violate any, uh, any spirit of the game at all. I mean, so he, <laughs> If someone is dumb and he's outrun out because of that, you don't be like, oh, uh, let's just penalize him. Like, let's give him another chance. <laughs> I mean, or, he's, he was or, off. Or Kushal, when or the spirit of the game ka jo debate hai na, wo har aata hai. World Cup final, and in between, in the two three test matches, in 1992, India South Africa went to Kapil Dev. Kapil Dev had Peter Kustan. When Peter Kustan was furious, Kapil Dev has not acted Kapil Dev has not acted as per the spirit of the game or the uh, you know uh, Ravi Chandran Ashwin ne marketing kiya tha to ye, ye spirit of the game jo debate hai itna as i said i don't uh, i i don't want uh, uh, you know spirit of the game homilies anymore please aap clearly define karo rules agar agar rules mein kahi loopholes hai to un loopholes ko aap fix karo parna aap spirit of the debate ki baat hi mat karo i i only want cricketers to do what is within the realm of the rules that is it if you are if you are not violating any rule you are not violating spirit of the game mankading is a is a part of the game then how can it be against the spirit of the game agar wo spirit of the game ke against hi hai to fir usko aap hatai do na rule mein se agar mankading se icc ko ya you know ya ya kafi sare isko itni problem hai so they, they should tell icc that see man, doing mankading is against the spirit of the game to fir aap hata do fir or or agar aap nahi hatate ho and and if this rule if this rule persists then don't blame people for acting according to the rules this is i think the best way to understand what the spirit of the game is i think this is the best way to go about it follow the rule book 
whatever is there in the rule book and is a clear violation which i think any kind of slur used against on the basis of religion race and all those etc caste are not in the spirit of the game because it's a clear legal violation now let us talk about a very classic example where the spirit of the game was actually violated which is the i think the latest kissa which made the, I, I, and i'll tell you why i remember is because when this happened i was in australia on vacation and i clearly remember the average aussie on the street being so disgusted by it it was all over australian news by the way i mean the kind of shit i remember staying in a hotel in gold coast and was in the coffee shop and everybody in the coffee shop was shitting on steve smith and uh, bancroft and uh, warner now that is a clear case where the law stated you cannot do xyz abc with the ball navneet if you do that yes. that is illegal and illegal is in a mm. violation of the spirit of the game now mm. why is then navneet my question to you is mm. then the problem is somebody might come back to you navneet and say they got caught that's why it's in violation now i'm not saying pakistan did it but somebody might come and say pakistan did it all this while is that in the spirit of the game navneet then if you don't get caught it is fine <coughs> uh, see you know uh, i'll answer your question uh, uh, in a couple of points so first point first of all pakistani there were there were many pakistani cricketers who uh, who coped who coped ban for tampering with the ball i think wakar yunus was the first person who was officially banned by the icc for tampering with the ball uh, wakar yunus was the first cricket banned for tampering with the ball and it happened in late 90s or early 2000 i, I mean i don't exactly remember i, I don't exactly remember the correct year but wo hua tha so it's not like that pakistanis got away pakistanis who were caught you know they were also penalized shoaib akhtar was also penalized for tampering with the ball i mean you can argue jo so steve smith ke sath hua wo unko ek saal ka lamba steve smith ko david warner ko they coped a year long ban which i thought was really harsh you know i yeah. i thought that i thought that the ban of 3 or 4 matches would have been sufficient that one year ban was a was a self flagellation of sorts hmm. but but yeah but but the point is that cricketers in the past have already been banned or the and and the second point you said that uh, are you a culprit only if you are caught well uh, you know uh, my my point is you can't use it as an excuse that see others are doing it but they are not but they are not being caught so you know i am also allowed to do that so now that i mean even in our society there are so many crimes which took place but some people get away some people are caught some people are punished yes there is need to be more uh, to be more stern to be more vigilant on the uh, on the part of the icc and administrator which which they have been in last in last 10 years they really 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 have been very vigilant about all these things match fixing ball tampering things which are things which are absolutely despicable and things which are actually against the spirit of the game so in cheezon mein icc bhi pichle 10 saalon mein kafi strict aur stern hua hai ball tampering mein match fixing mein even even checking ko leke bhi in the 90s in the 90s you know so many bowlers i i, I wouldn't like to name them they they got away with blue murder Uh, in 90s and, and and until 2011 people like okay i'll name i'll i'll name one bowler who i uh, at least a couple of bowlers whose actions i found absolutely deplorable uh, you know deplorable mohammad hafiz and said azmal now said azmal was allowed to play his trade 
for a very long time. So I think since since 2015, ICC has been really strict on the ball tempering is uh, on the on the checking as well. Now checking is also against the spirit of the game because because I mean it's a it's an illegal it's a it's illegal according to the rules of the game. So ICC be kafi strict why? Yes, there is a need to be more vigilant on the part of ICC and and, and, and on the part of administrators, which to be fair they have been by and large really vigilant and really fair in last. Last five six years at least. So, ये बात बोलना कि कुछ लोग पकड़े जाते हैं, कुछ लोग नहीं जाते, ये बात सही है. Because ICC is really vigilant now. No, so so okay. So here is the thing, right? You you have a very very curious sort of uh, situation when it comes to when it comes to all um, all this. So I I was actually while Navneet was saying, I was pulling up a few instances of ball tampering, right? Uh, and let's Good. let let's start with the the most obvious ones to the ones that were cleared and then go to a complete bizarre one that i absolutely love and lala shahid afridi is the one uh, of that and i'll leave the best for the last because that is the most insane thing ever okay now um, now let's 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 start with the first one one is the bakar yunus the one that you absolutely said then the the controversy about indian team in south africa happened about sachin where uh, then he was cleared of all because he was actually just uh, cleaning the seam of the ball right he shouldn't have done it without the without informing the umpires but that was not really ball tampering uh, it's clearly and 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 same for uh, you know the whole dravid situation because like he was fined with the match fee ke tum uh, you know why did you do this in 2004 but this is the non serious offenses and these the reasons why this happened is because now camera people were becoming more vigilant after the bakar yunus situation tv broadcasters mm. were also told ki unofficially ki bhai make sure you focus so if at all even galti se ho raha hai we have to warn the players that this is not happening right but let's come to the serious ones right now where marcus scottick admitted in 2005 ashes that they did a little bit of stuff and then the biggest one is 2006 where an entire test match was done where the umpires darrel hair and um, uh, the other umpire i forget billy doctro they saw that the condition of the ball ball was altered and i think they awarded five runs to england and uh, then pakistan forfeited they, pakistan forfeited the test no no not even that so it gets even more bizarre the umpires came on the field and then the pakistan team refused to come on the field then the umpires uh, gave the test match to uh, england and they walked off then pakistan comes out on the field and waits for the umpires in england to come back and they don't come back and then inzamam was charged with to bringing the game into disrepute and so but then in 2008 icc reversed that test match decision to a draw and then a year later after the inquiry was com- uh, complete the test match was again awarded back to england so it's a kind of a strange situation where a, a thing took 3 uh, years to do but england is no um, uh, uh, holier uh, when it comes to this james anderson and stuart broad were accused of ball tampering against south africa in 2010 where um, uh, broad maintained he was just being lazy because it was hot that day and nasser hussain said uh, oh this was you know uh, if they were from another country we would have said that they were cheating right so this is this is what do you ever hear the english team talk about james anderson and stuart broad bringing the spirit of cricket in disrepute no even though they were accused of doing ball tampering in 2010 and even though nasser and this is available on wikipedia guys i'm not like doing some great research with the links so check out the links where it said but and we'll talk about the recent ones later but the last one i want to talk about is shahid afridi that man bit a ball he bit 
a ball in, in a live T20 game against Australia and then there were action taken. So, I have to give credit to the Pakistani team. They were like, if you have a corkscrew or a brazenly ball tampering, we have to ball in field. I mean, it's unbelievable. So, all this has happened. And then I would say more people from Australia, England and South Africa have been accused of ball tampering. Australia, England, South Africa and then Pakistan than the other teams put together. So, mm. but you never hear these stories. Pakistani players were accused, but we never think about the England and the Australia uh, players. So there is some sort of a Western bias in that also. I, uh, although technically Australia, you know, depending on where you see it, <laughs> uh, is located in the globe. But I include Australia and England, Purana Imperial Cricket Council. Anglosphere. Right Anglo word, Anglosphere. Yeah, absolutely. So that exists in it. Okay, just before we get into something, someone has asked this question. Why Kushal and Adit are wearing Indian jerseys to discuss cricket? So, what are you wearing? I Adit came online and Adit was wearing an India jersey. I was like, Hare, then maybe Penunga. And I immediately ran and I changed no, my jersey. I, I, I should come up with a meme. I should come up with a meme. I should See, my t shirt was gifted to me by my friend in 2011. This 2011 World Cup jersey. This is my birth date, which is on 18th, 18th number. So it was a gift to me by my dear friend uh, at that time. And I and I barely wear this shirt. So, but I just saw Adit wearing it. So I was like, okay, chalo But now let us get into the most important discussion. And Namneet, I want you to come in here now. Because this is something you and I had planned to anyways talk about. And look, if I was to give you the one clear-cut case where it is not just illegal, it is a clear-cut violation of the spirit of the game. And I and I want to get into many discussions about this later on with Adit also, because uh, I have a few uh, points to make here. But Navneet, let's start with this. Match fixing. Now, IPL has had accusations of match fixing. World cricket, international cricket has had accusations of match fixing. So now, first of all, obviously, the biggest violation of the spirit of the game is, in my opinion, is what we would say is match fixing. Now, obviously, IPL, maybe we had the famous case of, you know, Srisanth being banned. And there were a few other players along with Srisanth who were banned. Now, I think Srisanth has been cleared or exonerated in the case of India. We had the case of Mohammad Azruddin at that time, Manoj Prabhakar, uh, Ajay Sharma. Uh, I thought even Ajay, Ajay Jadeja was Ajay, Ajay Jadeja was named. Yeah. Ajay, Ajay Jadeja in his defense and then subsequently cleared because then he did actually come back to play Ranji Trophy. So he yeah. was so so Navneet, Navneet, yeah. but but the biggest thing in match fixing ever is the documentation in the Justice Kayum report. So let's uh, why don't you tell everybody a bit about the Justice Kayum report because I know you've read it in detail. Yeah, I've read it thoroughly and I've read many times. I've also read the CBI report. I've also read, I mean, I've also read King's Commission's uh, report. Uh, King's Commission was set up in South Africa in the wake of Hensi Kronje's indictment. <coughs> or his admission, rather. I mean, he later admitted his uh, his folly. See, uh, in 90s, Kushal, what came out of all these reports? Uh, after the CBI report, India banned Ajay Jadeja, Mohammad Azaruddin, uh, 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 Ajay Sharma uh, and and uh, uh, and in uh, and in uh, 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 that uh, justice uh, after the justice Kayum report, 
Salim Malik was banned for life, while players like Wasim Akram, Wakar Yunus, Injimamul Haq, Saeed Anwar, there were many others. Uh, there were many other prominent Pakistani players of 90s who were fined, who were fined for match fixing, but they were not banned. And in 2006, Justice Kayum gave an interview to ESPN Kirkinfo or to some other publication. He gave an interview with, where he clearly stated in no uncertain terms that he did not ban Wasim Akram, especially because he was very fond of him and because Wasim Akram had brought glory to, the, uh, uh, to his nation. So he said that he has, that because he had a soft corner for Wasim Akram, he did not ban Wasim Akram. And I have read I have read uh, uh, that uh, Justice Kayum report thoroughly. Now in uh, in that report there were many cricketers who testified against Wasim Akram, who testified against Wasim. People like Ataur Rahman, Rashid Latif, Amir Sohail. Amir Sohail now I mean even now I mean Justice Kayum report came in early two thousands. And till now, Amir Sohail still maintains that Wasim Akram was a match fixer. I mean, just last year, there was a huge controversy because Amir Sohail was giving interviews to Pakistani media and, 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 and Salim Malik by his side. He said that Salim Malik ko itni saja mili hai, inhone 20 saal itna wo, uh, you know, in, 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 itna sahen kiya, itna disrepute, itna odium jo uh, wo hua sahen kiya. And what, what about Wasim Akram? And then Wasim Akram hit back ki, wo sab to kahi suni baate thi, jab Justice Kayum ne mujhe ban nahi kiya, to wo, wo bolne wala kaun hota hai? Now the thing is, in 90s, the, the fact that there was match fixing is undeniable. And that and when we talk about match fixing, we often collate match fixing only with Pakistan. Now, that's not true. If you read CBI report, if you read King's Commission report, and if you read Justice Kayum, uh, Justice Kayum report, there are a host of cricketers who are named and who were testified against. Many Mukis gave testimony even against people like uh, uh, Aravinda De Silva, Brian Lara. I mean... Uh, yeah, I mean that is there in the that is there in Justice Kayum report. That is there in the CBI report. Uh, in uh, CBI report, the that Muki Mukesh Gupta he said that he paid people like Brian Lara and Arvinda De Silva as well to underperform. Now the now the thing is at that in nineties, in nineties there were I mean social media itna thani usme usme electronic uh, electronic media was also in its you know I mean was 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 in nascent stage. Many cricketers got away because of the lack of substantial evidence. Hansi Cronier was the only one uh, uh, who admitted to his uh, who admitted to his folly. Otherwise, I really doubt Hansi Cronier. And Salim Malik's career by year 2000 I think Salim Malik was banned because his career had come to an end. Salim Malik had Salim Malik was already 37 by 2000. Was 16 cricket The same happened with Mohammad Azruddin as well. And and and, and I mean Mohammad Azruddin, you know, great cricketer. But I think the fact that uh, his career ended at 99 Test matches that kind of symbolizes, uh, you know, I mean, uh, symbolizes the entire, uh, you know, if you look at from the moral prism, that it was perhaps just deserts for Mohammad Azudin that he was stuck at 99 test matches. He didn't get to play his 100 test match because those allegations came up and then he was subsequently bad. So, uh, you know, from, from 2010 onwards, what, what you see is there are laws against there are specific laws against match fixing, especially in a country like England. Salman, but Mohammad Asif, Mohammad Amir, 
when they when they indulged in that fixing in england they didn't get away because there were because there are proper laws against match fixing uh, but in, but in but, but at that point in time in 90s there were no specific laws against match fixing icc bhi itna prudent nahi tha and, and and the era of 90s jitni fixing 90s mein hui hai utni fixing aur kisi decade mein nahi hui hai usne aur and, and during the 90s players were allowed to mix with strangers very freely allowed बहुत बहुत इजी एक्सेस होता था इवन इवन जर्नलिस्ट यूज टू मिंगल वेरी इजीली विद द क्रिकेटर जर्नलिस्ट तो करते ही थे इवन स्ट्रेंजर्स एज वेल नाउ 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 इन इन टुडेस टाइम यू नो लीव असाइड मैच फिक्सिंग अगर आपको कोई अप्रोच भी करता है इफ अ स्ट्रेंजर और इफ इफ यू इफ यू अ सस्पिशियस पर्सन हैज इवन इंटरेक्टेड विद यू यू हैव टू रिपोर्ट टू द आईसीसी इमीडिएटली यू हैव टू रिपोर्ट प्रॉन्टो विदाउट फेल ये सब 90s में होता नहीं था तो व्हाट माय पॉइंट इज ये जो सारे किंग कमीशन है और ये जो सीबीआई है और जो वो जस्टिस कयूम का रिपोर्ट है उसको लेके जो यू नो ओनली दोस क्रिकेटर्स वर अफेक्टेड जिनका करियर ऑलरेडी उस करियर वर ऑलरेडी यू नो ऑन द ऑन द वेन पीपल लाइक मोहम्मद अजरुद्दीन एंड सलीम मलिक अजय जडेजा यू कैन यू नो आई मीन यू कैन आर्ग्यू ही लॉस्ट हिज 5 इयर्स फॉर श्योर एंड बाय द वे वन थिंग आई वांट टू मेक इट वेरी क्लियर Azuruddin has not been exonerated from match fixing. Muhammad Azuruddin ko High Court ne matlab court ne ye bola hai ki BCCI jo hai wo Azuruddin ka jo matlab Azuruddin ke upar jo ban lagaya hai wo jo hai wo wo valid nahi hai. You know jo ban hai wo valid nahi hai. Jo if you read the judgment of the court, court has never said that Azuruddin never indulged in match fixing or Azuruddin has been exonerated from match fixing. What court has said is that BCCI that the that the, uh, the ban imposed by the bcci on mohammad azuruddin is not uh, is not valid anymore that's what the judgment is judgment has not exonerated mohammad azuruddin from match fixing so you know so 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 that is the thing or the justice kayum ki reports mein kafi kuch hearsay bhi hai there is a lot of hearsay as well i mean to be fair the only person who genuinely provided some documentary evidence to justice kayum was rashid latif rashid latif really uh, worked very hard together substantial documented evidence documentary evidence it is genuinely provided that's why and, and and now come to think of it if people like wasim akram wakar yunus uh, injmamul haq said anwar if they if they did nothing untoward why were they fined and justice kayum specifically said that that wasim akram and wakar yunus have brought the game into disrepute they were not only fined justice kayum recommended Justice Kayum's recommendation is that people like Wasim Akram and Wakar Yunus should never be made captain again. And and in just one year, Justice Kayum's report came out in year 2000. Me, one year, Wakar Yunus was the captain of the Pakistan cricket team. In 2003 World Cup, Wakar Yunus was the captain of Pakistan team. So Justice Kayum's recommendation was that he was already diluted. He because Justice Kayum himself said that Wasim Akram was my soft corner. I had a soft corner for Wasim Akram, so I only fined him. I didn't ban him. Now the point is, even even that diluted judgment by Justice Kayum was not properly and ably implemented. He clearly mentioned in the in the uh, in his uh, in his conclusion that that Wasim Akram and Wakar Yunus should never be the captain of. the pakistan cricket team they are not they are not i mean uh, they are not fit to be the carrier, to lead the side aur wo ek saal mein pcb ne uh, uh, in, in 2001 wakar yunus was made captain of uh, so is tarah se rule brazenly flagrantly you know wo 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 usko aap undermine kar sakte ho p 
See, yeah, well, 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 you know, it might sound hilarious, but this is actually true. People like Salim Malik, Wasim Akram, Wakar Yunus, Injmaamul Haq, all of them who were named in Justice Kayyum report, they had captain Pakistan side at one point in time. And people like Wakar Yunus and Injmaamul Haq, even after the report came out, and they were fined for match fixing. Uske baad bhi, you know, Wakar Yunus and Injmaamul Haq became became captain. So PCB itself. PCB itself undermined the report of Justice Kayyum by flagrantly, by flagrantly, you know, uh, uh, cocking a snook at the recommendation uh, put forth by the Justice Kayyum. And after that, you have made him captain for one year in one year. Injamul Haq was again. Injamul Haq was also captain for one year. Salim Malik, who was his career was finished, he was made his captain for one year. Atahur Rahman. Now, Atahur Rahman was not such a high-profile or was not such a prodigiously hmm. talented cricketer. So, so Atahur Rahman and Salim Malik made Bali ka Bakra. So this is how... Danish Kaneria made it later. Danish Kaneria. Danish Kaneria was a victim. And Danish Kaneria had genuinely match fixing. Danish Kaneria had admitted it. And Danish Kaneria had fixing it in county cricket. Or if it was 50 over cricket in England domestic, it was in or the, now that's the thing. Agar ya Salman but Johe, Salman but Muhammad Asif or Muhammad Amir, I mean uh, they they indulge in fixing on England soil, on English soil. No, no but two, two different. Like I think we should differentiate. One was spot fixing and the other is match fixing. That's true, that's true, that's true. But, but my, my point is my point is that yes, you know, the modes of fixing have changed. Or 90s maybe spot fixing nahi hoti thi, aisa nahi hai. 90s maybe 15 hours kitne run banenge, 15 hours mein kitne wicket girenge, pehle hour mein kitne run banenge, is, you know, last kit, last hour, last 50 hours mein kitne run banenge, us mein bhi asakte 90s maybe hote the. Now that spot fixing term came in, uh, came in vogue in 2010, but it's not like spot fixing didn't used to happen before. Last hour mein kitne run banenge, ye sakta 90s mein to bahut dhadalis se hota tha. So my so, so 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 that's my point that you know Justice Kayyum's committee आपने set up कर दी उसको उन्होंने जो अपनी report दी वो already from by his own admission I am quoting Justice Kayyum that he did not ban Wasim Akram because uh, despite sufficient evidence against him because he had soft corner for 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 Wasim Akram एक तो आपने ऐसे बंदे को ऐसे compromised बंदे को आपके आपने committee बनाई उसने बहुत diluted report दी और उस diluted report की भी recommendation you cocked the you you cocked the snook at uh, the, you know those those recommendations you, you to totally throw those recommendation to the wind. Even in the even in India, the CBI report was Mohammad Azuddin cricket at least international cricket. So yeah, I mean so so there is a point. My point, you know, and, and, and one more one more thing we can you know we can draw from this that because Pakistan didn't act sternly at that point in time. अगर पाकिस्तान और ये बात ये बात इमरान खान ने कि जस्टिस कयूम की जस्टिस कयूम के टाइम अगर वो अगर वो इन्वेस्टिगेशन और थरा होती बहुत स्टर्नली होती एंड दोस रेकमेंडेशन वुड हैव बीन वेरी स्ट्रिक्टली अडियर्ड टू 
तो पाकिस्तान क्रिकेट में फिक्सिंग काफी कम हो सकती थी जो कभी नहीं हुई जो 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 नेक्स्ट डेकेड है उसमें भी फिक्सिंग चलती रही मोहम्मद आसिफ मोहम्मद आमिर दानिश कनेरिया यू नो सलमान बट ऑल दोज और उसके बाद उमर अकमल सो माई पॉइंट इज पाकिस्तान डिंट एक्ट प्रॉपरली एट दैट पॉइंट इन टाइम एंड there was a very good time you know there was a very good opportunity to stem the rot which pakistan which pcb did so here's the thing adit ek ek issue hai idhar see as uh, navneet rightly pointed out ki at least in the case of england they have clear cut laws that can legally deal with this from what i understand i really do not know what are the legal provisions in india are you aware of them adit about match fixing in india no i i'm not but i think uh, there are a couple of points i want to make so first of all on a lighter note imran khan's credibility on when it comes to cricket before he became the prime minister i'm talking about the early 2000s is inversely proportional to his credibility on geopolitics so imran khan actually he has raised some very important points when when he mm. wasn't this crazy character in uh, becoming trying to become the prime minister of pakistan in the last 10 15 years he's also talked about age where he says every pakistani cricketer or many pakistani cricketers have taken two years out of their age and you know fake like what how how really young they were um so that is first point second um about this whole match fixing thing um dekho i think in india we confuse betting and match fixing a lot ki sattebazi and match fixing we we have to differentiate them right ek debate hoti about betting and you know whether betting should be legal kya hota hai betting mein xyz hmm. aur dusri baat hoti hai match fixing and does all betting lead to match fixing no it absolutely does no but when you do have bookies approaching players or bookies who are taking bets and approaching players that's when the problem happens and that then you know then it opens up the whole debate of whether betting should be legalized or not if that will such bookies cease to exist but that's a question for competent authorities to answer um sharja mein actually cricket india ne khelna isliye band kar diya tha because sharja was considered to be the you know filth den of match fixing back in the day in late 90s and 2000s पर दूसरा एक प्रॉब्लम क्रिकेट में ये हुआ कि बिकॉज़ द द 90s बूम ऑफ टेलीविजन वी कुड सी एवरी मैच इज लाइव एवरी मैच लाइव एंड सो फॉर्थ व्हेन यू हर्ड दिस एलिगेशंस इट समहाउ स्टार्ट रिजल्टेड इन पीपल कास्टिंग ऑन एवरीथिंग राइट सो इवन व्हेन राइट नाउ वन कैन कंफर्टेबली से टूर्नामेंट्स इन टूर्नामेंट्स लाइक दी आई पी एल इन देर इज नो एविडेंस दैट इज they have clamped down ipl mein pehle hua tha spot fixing i'm not denying what happened in ipl in 2000 wo sab csk vsk ka nikla tha aur rajasthan royals ka nikla tha na chandila ka liya tha to okay let me put ipl aside because ipl mein allegations hai icc events mein there is a proper code of conduct that is followed in spite of that there will be cracks in the system i'm not denying that but aisa nahi hai ki all the other sports are completely uh, uh, oblivious to it but in cricket if you have a bad last over you know you 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 are somehow labeled are isne to fixing ki hogi right when a top soccer player or a top football player misses a penalty in the 85th minute which could have sealed the game do football fans suddenly go like are tune paisa liya hai tune arsenal se paisa liya hai manchester united real madrid se nahi this is this is a this is an amazing tendency that indian fans have and in some cases rightfully because we were burnt in the 90s we believe ki sabko run out hi karwa rahe right और नाइन्टीज में तो तब बहुत होता था अजहरुद्दीन वाज इन्वॉल्व्ड इन सम वेरी बिजार एंड फनी रनआउट पाकिस्तानी प्लेयर्स एंड स्टफ मैं तो हमेशा से मस्ती करता था बिकॉज देर फील्डिंग वो सो हॉरेबली बैड इन दाइनटीज की उनको पैसे अगर लेने होते तो कैच पकड़ने के पैसे लो 
बिकॉज ड्रॉप करने तो कोई पैसे देगा ही नहीं ड्रॉप भी हो जाते थे पहले से बट नो नवनीत इज क्वाइट राइट कि जस्टिन जस्टिस कयूम की रिपोर्ट का रिकमेंडेशन का नहीं हुआ था इन इंडिया वी ओनली न्यू दी एक्सटेंड बिकॉज ऑफ दोज तहल का स्टिंग टेप्स वर मनोज प्रभाकर बेसिकली इंटरव्यू पीपल एंड स्टफ एंड आई थिंक ऑन यूट्यूब दे एग्जिस्ट विथ रवि शास्त्री यूजिंग सम वेरी कलरफुल लैंग्वेज अबाउट मैच फिक्सिंग एंड सो फॉर एंड आई वुड अर्ज एवरी वन टू वॉच इट एंड देन ऑफकोर्स देंसी क्रॉनिया थिंग इन टू थाउजेंड विच इज बट दैट्स वेर इंडिया हैज टू बी केयरफुल वेरी वेरी थैंकफुल टू सिक्स पीपल Sachin Tendulkar, Saurav Ganguly, Rahul Dravid, Anil Kumble, Jawagal Srinath, and VVS Lakshman—they inherited a fractured team after the year 2000. And not only did they repair the Indian team and made them into world beaters, I don't think kids these days who follow the IPL—and I use the term kids—know. what's in what a mess indian cricket was in in 2000 imagine three or four players of your core team being banned some of your players whom you've called superstars all your life being banned and then these six people not only having to repair the team but also to having to repair the moral compass of the team where no indian could ever accuse tendulkar dravid kumble srinath ganguly or lakshman of taking a single penny you know then sehwag and all of them came and but these six people and specially sachin tendulkar requires you know needs for that sachin tendulkar will have my respect always that not only did he carry the team when half his team or one third of his team were were busy doing all sorts of shenanigans but he also shepherded india into the late 2000s where you have then dhonis and everyone come up come with that so this is a natural question okay adit you take this first and navneet i want your views also i just put it on the screen do you think betting should be legalized in cricket will it kill the so called spirit of the game i mean betting is legalized in cricket in other countries i i, I believe that question was for india it is. It should be uh, australia uh, mein legal hai england mein hai Yeah. So uh, uh, yes, I I absolutely should. I think it should be. I think it, uh, ICC has to take a call on it. Whether betting should be legal around the world or not, or maybe if they don't want to, I think India should legalize it. Uh, uh, people do bets. People. people play bets all the time people do gambling all the times so maybe you don't legalize it uh, everywhere in india right maybe you have certain websites where you allow it or certain cities where you allow it or something or maybe you don't allow it in the city where the match is to be played you know again like i said that's for authority but i betting is happening so why the hell should government not get tax revenues of it absolutely I know I completely agree I completely agree I think betting uh, betting in India should be legalized and betting is happening at such a large massive unprecedented scale in India that I mean you know I mean my point is when the betting is happening anyway you might make some revenue out of it so I think it'll be it'll be it'll be really good if Indian government allows betting and of course betting is entirely different from fixing you know there's no need to collate these terms at all उटिंग 
to which the rot of match fixing had spread in the 90s and let me let me tell you you know let me tell you again match fixing was not limited just to pakistan or india or even south africa the 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 net of match fixing had widened considerably in the 90s because in cvi report the bookie mukesh gupta he mentioned he mentioned names of cricketers from almost every country so australia mein to shane warne and mark were admitted that they took money not to underperform but to pass on the pitch and weather information they accepted mm-hmm. money from bookie just to pass pitch and weather information but that bookie mukesh gupta he named Uh, he named uh, he named cricketers from west indies from sri lanka from new zealand and even in the you know, and even in the kayum report as well there were many foreign cricket, cricketers who were mentioned but unfortunately west indies cricket board sri lankan cricket board they didn't uh, they uh, they didn't take cognizance of it and they didn't take any appropriate uh, appropriate measures uh, to uh, to address the to address the issue in 90s there the, so cricketers got away with blue murder in uh, in the 1990s and 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 there's there should not be any doubt in the minds uh, in the minds of anyone that match fixing kitni 90s mein prevalent thi utni ab to ab to bahut hi minuscule i mean even if it happens sometimes we have instances jab wo t20 leagues mein naam aa jata hai kai bar spot fixing ka but in 90s match fixing was terribly rampant and prevalent and so Look, many illustrious and, and 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 so many illustrious cricketers who are still revered and worshiped and celebrated were involved in it yeah i agree but see here's the thing there are multiple factors early 90s money was not that much in sport i think that was a lure in part 2 today the kind of money indian cricket players get i think i mean what is a bookie going to pay them it's just peanuts i mean in comparison to the but, kind but, of but contracts Kushal, they have in ipl kunal you are you are perhaps right but i have one thing even in the 90s indian cricketers pakistani cricketers were far richer than the common people then the i mean they were much above the they were they were much above the level of average uh, average uh, average person living in their country so us time ke hisab se i agree us us time ke hisab se paisa itna nahi hota hoga but they but it's not like they were paupers or they were short of money or they were living in penury at all i mean i can understand you're talking about 60s and 70s where the money was generally very minuscule but in 90s i mean especially from 1992 world cup onwards uh, or or jab or jab matches broadcast hone lag gaye i mean i don't think you know i mean uh, i i don't think that uh, cricketers were uh, you know cricketers were poor or cricketers were you know i mean cricketers were short of money it was just pure greed they were driven by greed and i mean it was it was uh, it, it was moral turpitude on their part to indulge in such cd shenanigans i i agree but see here's my larger point that there is enough uh, social science uh, material and this has been replicated again and again across the world in various studies that uh, prohibitionism barely works you know beyond a point as they say you know it reaches the law of diminishing returns and prohibitionism whether it's the 1920s and 1930s um when it comes to alcohol whether it's uh, i know i'm going to make a very controversial point and people will get shocked when i say even when it comes to drugs yes prohibitionism barely works across the world you have enough data now coming in from portugal and some scandinavian countries where you know legalization of drugs has led to better regulation of drugs uh, and the same thing applies to uh, you know betting in cricket we should legalize Absolutely. all sports betting in india it's just a old school 
यू नो वेरी ट्राइबलिस्टिक माइंडसेट दैट थिंग्स ओ ये तो चीजें खराब है जी ये नहीं करना वो इमेजिन आई मीन आदित एन आए बोथ आई एम श्योर नवनीत यू ऑल्सो लिसन टू पॉडकास्ट यू नो अमेरिकन पॉडकास्ट में वन ऑफ द मेजर स्पॉन्सर्स एवरी टाइम इन स्पोर्ट्स पॉडकास्ट इज माई बुकी डॉट ए जी लॉन्ग it gives rise to the organized crime we saw that in america in 1920s when alcohol was banned and in in india same holds true for betting due to cricket betting the the crime has become the the uh, the crime has become so organized the the money is pouring in from underworld and there are so many dubious there are so many dubious deceitful people who are running the illegal betting rackets and it and now it has become so organized so prohibition of anything after a after a point you know the, that starts giving way to the organized crime in that particular uh, sector I, i agree and in fact if we are talking about the spirit of the great game and spirit of cricket i think it will be better for the spirit of cricket if we legalize betting if we legalize all these uh, you know sh- stupid uh, notions should be thrown away with just legalize betting just think about this but now uh, because uh, today we are going to be wrapping up in one hour so i'll give both of you the last comment so so adit last comments to you on this whole you know spirit of cricket shenanigan do you think it is ever going to end or in the next week again we will be talking about this phoka spirit of cricket adit it's it's never going to end because the people who are raising it ye cheez unke andar embedded or imprinted hai it will only end the more we talk about it the more they listen to other points of view and the more <clears throat> our view becomes mainstream dekho icc was an out colonial outpost outpost of the english and the australian cricket boards for like 30 40 years it took mm. nkp salve dhirubhai ambani jagmohan dalmia is bindra and you know a couple of their counterparts in pakistan in the 1980s to actually bring it out when the 1987 world cup was स्लोली second this also stems from the jealousy of the ipl a little bit because no one gives a shit about their domestic competitions and ipl's uh, um, uh, thing is ek time tha 90s mein aur 80s mein and kushal and navneet you would remember we knew every cricketer indian cricketer which county he played for in england azruddin played yeah. for derbyshire mujhe pata hai for kent sachin played for yorkshire i mean i still know them right now the time is that the english players don't know ki khud kaun si 100 franchise mein khelte but they know their cricketers are playing for which ipl franchise aur ye gussa uska hai ki why why is this happening why is this you know happening there is a power power shift in cricket um i think bcci has to be very smart about this power shift we don't just have to completely do it cricket is an international sport by default and they cannot just kill the game right so i'm glad that even though the fifth test got cancelled 
uh, there are rumors right now. I think it will be confirmed in a couple of weeks that next year when India goes to England to play one days, they are actually going to play the fifth test, and then they are going to play the one days, which is how it should be. The test match cricket does give, get its primacy, but that does not mean the the IPL can be wished away. The IPL is here to stay. Right. So coming to the spirit of so spirit of cricket, that is my thing. Um, whether when is betting and all that is concerned, boss, I think betting will be legalized, should be legalized. I think uh, uh, ultimately that will only make the game more transparent. We've seen that in the movie industry, that the more corporates that came into the movie film industry, the underworld funding gradually, gradually reduced in 90s. Not only cricket, even cinema was going through a huge crisis. Right with all the money, and ironically, it was the same places Dubai and Sharjah causing this. But this is the change that has happened in Dubai and Sharjah as well. That twenty years later, the those are the two destinations where the BCCI is most comfortable holding the IPL and the World Cup outside of India. Right. So if that change has happened, I think we that is a symptom of cricket being changed in a very drastic manner. You have a very um, uh, government in UAE that is willing to work with the government of India on many things. And I, I suspect, I, I don't see why they can't work on this as well. So uh, that would be my sort of take on this. Namneet. Two quick points to sum it up. First point, you know, you, you ask whether this spirit of cricket bogey will continue to be, will continue to be raked up. I think jo, jo fans hai, Fans across countries, Indian fans, Pakistani fans, England fans, who are their convenience according to the spirit of cricket. Ki baat karte but what disappoints me is when some when some former cricketers who are cricketers of repute and skill, when they talk about such silly things, you know, that really makes me a little, you know, makes me a little sad. Ki yaar, I mean, you guys have played cricket at the highest level. You know the rule book, you know, I mean, the and as I said, for a cricketer, for a cricketer, uh, a cricketer must only follow the rule book. If you follow the rule book, you are, you know, you are applying your trade within the, within the, uh, you know, within the realm of spirit of cricket. So fans say, wo, wo apne convenience ke according, wo apne, I mean, uh, sometimes out of hypocrisy, sometimes as, 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 as Adit said, out of jealousy, fans might keep raising these, uh, the, the, this bogey of spirit of cricket, but I genuinely hope that the reputed commentators and former and illustrious former cricketers at least they at least they will make more nuanced and more thoughtful comments now second point i am uh, i genuinely hope that the icc hai, they 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 genuinely uh, you know uh, plug the loopholes which are very visible in the rule book there there are so many rules which are little vague which are little ambiguous so i mean i'm i'm koi bhi cheez perfect nahi ho sakti but i think icc should absolutely look at some of the rules and some of the some of the rules which are vague which are ambiguous about whom there is no clarity and then all these uh, or, or all these faltuka all these fruitless all these worthless debates you know debates kick up icc yeah. should look into it they should plug the loopholes in the rule book and they and they should come up with rules which are more progressive uh, more progressive in nature perhaps so this is my view ki, you know or, or spirit of cricket ko koi, you know don't let's spirit of cricket be a very vague term or a very vague phrase add some meaning to it can, can, I, can I make a add quick some, add, 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 add some meaning to it by clearly defining the tenets of spirit of cricket sorry sorry Navneet, I didn't mean to cut you yeah, short please. but can I make a couple yeah, of quick please, points please, please. 
um ki uh, what he said about the commentators is very interesting also the reason why a lot of these cricketers who were accused of being match fi- match fixers i'm not talking about the ones that were exonerated like ajay jadeja and others i'm talking about the legitimate things became sort of you know people forgot about them is because they came in a very different role as commentators right like let's face it our perception of many cricketers has changed when because they they show up in the commentary box in a very different role and they are genuinely nice people but what has happened is that because of what their what their uh, roop is in the commentary box we it is it has uh, sort of compelled a lot of people to forget ki are 20 saal pehle ho gaya 15 saal pehle ho gaya right so that you should not set that precedent for younger cricketers ki humne kuch bhi bakwas kar liya but 20 years later we can come as an expert and everything will be forgotten and that is another reason also yaar ki we we really aur ye hum kabhi baat karenge kujal maybe let's do a podcast on cricket commentators and things like that because yeah, i will do it. i i have i this is my biggest pet peeve ki i don't know why this is this nonsense in cricket that only ex cricketers can be good broadcasters because some of oh, the ex cricketers this is bankam commented in india i mean the best indian broadcaster is harsha bogle right and the ex cricketers that have commented in india except for two or three some of them are horrible to listen to like i mean really horrible yeah i get it adit magar usme aisa hota hai na there is play by play there is color commentary there are there are different sides to different things right so play by play and color may difference ho jayega na that's the point no so that i agree but like sky sports may they don't even they don't even get like non uh, uh, non cricketer broadcasting to serve on the sky sports commentary team so uh, this time they had a good addition in dinesh kardik but last time when india was in england they had harbhajan singh and harbhajan singh was so obnoxiously bad in the commentary box like mujhe lagta tha ki shrishant andar aake chaata na maar de usko wo ipl ka writer i mean he was so bad तो मुझे लगता है कि वो आई थिंक मुझे लगता था कि पंजाबी में ब्रॉडकास्ट शुरू ना कर दे आधे आधे ब्रॉडकास्ट में आई वाज आउट कंप्लीटली आउट ऑफ प्लेस एंड आई लाइक हरभजन सिंह एज अ क्रिकेटर बट नॉट एवरी क्रिकेटर हैज टू बी अ गुड ब्रॉडकास्टर फेयर इनफ fair enough all right guys we'll wrap today's discussion up as they say the spirit of the game is that uh, uh, so i'll end with the same dialogue the spirit of the game of cricket is just like the spirit of mumbai uh, it's a bunch of rubbish uh, it means nothing it's indefinable it's not defined and it is used and abused like the spirit of mumbai uh, like the spirit of mumbai is gotten every time in the rainy season by the Mum, uh, by the bmc to show how pathetic and mediocre we are the spirit of cricket is used by each and everyone especially the western bloc the anglosphere to uh, you know when they don't like the idea of uh, uh, i always like to say this you know there are ascending nations there are descending nations um the west is descending the east is ascending at least in cricket we are definitely ascending and asserting ourselves and we are the powerhouse and as and when um, we go on asserting ourselves this is going to happen more and more तो वो कहते हैं जलने वाले तो जलते रहेंगे हाथों को अपने मलते रहेंगे उनको करने दो हम हम क्रिकेट का पावर हाउस हैं एंड वी लैंड ऑन दैट सो आदित दमनीत अंटिल नेक्स्ट टाइम गाइस प्लेजर टॉकिंग टू यू प्लेजर थैंक यू गाइस प्लेजर प्लेजर ऑलराइट खुशियां ऑलराइट गाइस नाउ आई विल सी यू नेक्स्ट वीक विद Guess who's back? Abhijit Iyer is going to come back. I know Gadha live stream mein is samay bakwas karte ja raha hai is samay cricket ko galiyan de raha hai but uh, he'll be back next Monday. Abhijit and I are going to have a conversation. Uh if you want to support the podcast please subscribe to the channel, like the video, leave your comment. Also 
buy the charvak podcast merch you can go on kushalmehra.com or on kadakmerch.com you can support the podcast by sending your donations directly to upi or become a member on youtube or patreon rbi is making it absolutely tough for every indian to subscribe to my channel but please prove the rbi wrong and find a way out of it i'll see you guys next time until then take care goodbye